busy moms. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to our very first podcast for 2015. I don't know about you guys, but I love the sound of 2015. I told my husband on New Year's Eve that I was ready to drop kick 2014 into the last century. So I am super excited about being here with you guys, and I hope that you're excited too. I think the Lord has something really um encouraging for all of us as we study his word together this year and get encouraged about following him more and learning what it looks like to be fearless. So fearless is our theme, my theme, especially for 2015, probably because the Lord has barely been teaching me last year, especially uh, what that looks like. And I've discovered a lot of things about myself just in my own walk with the Lord and um, in my mothering and in my marriage that I'm going to be sharing with you um, in the weeks to come. Uh, but I want to start out, first of all, by just uh, dedicating our time to the Lord and by um, praying for you guys, because it's important, I think, uh, for us to be praying for each other. So I am sitting here. I think it's funny, too. I'm kind of uh, laughing to myself because my husband and I, we used to be, uh, we just had offices in Vancouver and we decided about a year ago to bring our offices from a building, a really nice facility, which the Lord had really blessed us with, uh, home so that I could be home more with our children. We were dividing our time a little bit less. And so rather than podcasting to you from a super nice, amazing studio, I'm actually doing it from my home now. So you might actually hear kids in the background from time to time. Uh, hopefully there won't be, you know, too much yelling, which <laughs> you can never be sure. Uh, but I, I'm just, my goal with you guys, whenever I speak and in my writing and in uh, radio and all those things is just to be real with you and to encourage you in your walk with the Lord. So I want to start off this podcast um, and especially this year by just praying for you. So if you wouldn't mind just taking a second and uh, let's invite the Lord to join us. Father, we love you. We praise you, Lord, for bringing us through another year together. Lord, you've taught us so much about who you are and your faithfulness, Lord, and how trustworthy you are last year. And so, Lord, I pray that we would take the things that we learned last year. Lord, we're not the same uh, women that we were this time last year. We're different. We've grown. Hopefully, we've we've matured in you and we're learning more as we go. So Lord, I pray that you just be with every mom who's listening to this broadcast right now. Lord, that you would just touch her heart, that you would give her strength and encouragement for the year ahead, that you would show her what is the most important thing that she needs to be working on. Lord, that we might all be able to prioritize our time and spend it in a better way with you. Lord, I pray that you would just be with me as I'm speaking and as I'm recording these broadcasts. Lord, I pray that they would go out to minister to many, many women, and that we would be encouraged uh, in our role as as mothers, especially, Lord, but also as wives and as daughters and as friends. Lord, we carry so much responsibility. And so, Lord, even as you are encouraging me, I pray that I might be an encouragement to these women. We thank you, Lord, for being here and for what you're going to do. And uh, we look forward, Father, to uh, hearing from you in the days to come. In your son's name, I pray. Amen. All right, I would like to kick off uh, uh, 2015, particularly January, with just telling you guys, you know what, you got this thing. Uh, tonight, I'm not going to lie to you. you, you know me, if you've heard me before, then you know exactly uh, what to expect from me. I'll tell you, my 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 day here today has not been, um, you know, uh, gumdrops and roses. It's been difficult, and 
I, I looked at my husband at one point and it was just like, remind me again why we had seven kids, because this is a whole lot harder than I planned for it to be. And when all the kids were little and they were all kind of, you know, um, gathered around me and I could mother hen them and everything was, you know, the way I wanted it to be, life seemed a little bit simpler. And as they get older and we have welcomed grandchildren into our family, uh, life is more complicated. And so we, we are carrying a lot of responsibility as women. And I know that that can be really difficult. And so we want to kind of start off 2015, or I do with you, in a way that's going to encourage you. And so I've decided to start off talking about um, the difficulties that we face as moms with all the things that are around us and how easy it is for us to become distracted. And this is something that's been kind of near and dear to my heart because I don't know about you, but I can be very prone to putting my head in my phone or looking at my computer. Uh, I work online. A lot of my work is online, writing for magazines and, and writing books and that kind of thing. And so it is very, very easy for me to bury my head in my laptop computer. And then when I'm not working, I love to talk to everybody on Facebook and I love to communicate and that's a great way to do it. But our kids really need us. And I often uh, will sit back at the end of the day and kind of assess, you know, where I've been uh, with the children. And so I want to start us off that way this year and kind of give you some ideas for rooster-free living. And what I mean by rooster-free, so you're like, what? You know, what is she talking about? Well, I wrote a workshop called The Distracted Mom about a year and a half ago. And when I was thinking about distractions in my own life, I realized they're kind of like a rooster that hides in the barnyard. And the rooster in all of the, the hen house is the most distracting. He He's the most demanding. He wants the most attention. He has obviously an important role to play, but he's a, a distraction oftentimes from the things that need to get done out on the farm. And I thought, man, what are the what are the distractions that we face as women today? And so I want to give you some strategies for figuring out what your roosters are and then learning how to prioritize and sometimes even get rid of some of those roosters. So I'm going to give you five strategies for rooster-free living. I like to call it rooster-free living. And I'm going to break those up into several different podcasts over the next week. And we're going to be talking about them. So if you are, uh, if you have a Bible, um, and if and if you're like me and you like to mark up and ink up your Bible, go ahead and look at Ephesians 5, verses 15 through 18. I'm going to read the first part to us. It says, Be very careful, then, how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity. And so we're going to be looking at how we can make the most of every opportunity and getting rid of some of those distractions in our lives so that our kids and our husbands get the best part of us. Uh, and so the first thing I want to just make sure that we're on the same page about is understanding that we got a, we got an issue here. This is an issue with women. I hear about it every day. You guys email me every day. I get Facebook messages every day um, from women who are struggling with how to prioritize their time. And so I really want to talk to you about that today and recognize we everybody has them. Everybody has their things that distract them, whether you have the internet or not, whether your problem is Facebook or you've got goats that you're working on out, you know, um, trying to figure out how you can make a living off of your own goat milk or whatever it is, we have distractions. The Bible says in Proverbs 16, 3, that we are supposed to commit our work to the Lord. And then our plans will be established. So before we go any further today, I want you to just take a minute and think about what it is that you want to accomplish in 2015. What is it that God is saying 
to you. This is what I have for you. If you're not sure, take some time and ask him, Father, what is it that you have for me this year? How can I be the mom that you want me to be? Be the wife that you want me to be? Be the friend and the daughter and the entrepreneur. The hats that we wear just go on and on and on. And in order for us to do what God wants us to do, we cannot be distracted. We can't be distracted by things that don't matter or things that we could be doing in the evening, but we're spending all of our time uh, working on in the daytime. So I'm going to start off today um, with just giving you the first sign that you might be a distracted mom. Are you ready? The first one is that you resent being distracted from your rooster. You don't want to be distracted from your rooster. In other words, like for me, my rooster could be Facebook or my rooster could be writing. Um, My daughter asked me the other day, she's like, mom, you should really get a hobby. This is my uh, 23-year-old daughter. She said, you should really get a hobby. What do you really like to do? And I said, I like to write. (laughs) She kind of scratched her head and we were both like, bummer, because the writing becomes the rooster for me. And so Um, I can often resent being distracted from it. If I'm in the middle of something or I feel like, gosh, this is really important. It's pressing on me. I want to write about it. I'm kind of excited to, to get it on paper. And then the kids need me or they, you know, break something or, you know, I got to do school again or whatever it is. I can resent being distracted from that thing. So that's the first sign that you might be struggling in this area. The first sign that you might be a distracted mom is that you resent being distracted from your rooster. In other words, you resent being distracted from that thing that you love doing. It's more important than the more important thing. Tomorrow, I'm going to pick this up again, and we're going to talk about what that might look like. But for right now, just take some take some time and sort of do a little bit of introspection. Think to yourself, what is it that I am struggling with? What is it the thing? What is the thing that I feel like? Oh my word, this is the, this is my rooster. Everybody's got a different idea of what that looks like. So take some time and really think about that. I'm going to kind of uh, leave you with Psalm 39.4 for today. It says, show me, Lord, my life's end and the number of my days and let me know how fleeting my life is. You know, back in October, uh, my husband's father passed away suddenly, and it was a very stark reminder to us how fleeting life is. And the psalmist, uh, David, is saying in the Psalms, he's actually asking the Lord, Lord, show me my life's end and in the number of my days. Show me how short, how fleeting my life is. And I think when we have a really good image of what that looks like, then our uh, decision to really prioritize our time and find out what's distracting us so that we can make the most of our days um, becomes a lot clearer to us. So ask the Lord today, what is it, Father, that I need to work on this year as I purpose to spend time with you and purpose to do the things that you've wanted me to do? And then look forward with hope to what God's going to do, because he knows exactly what is the best thing for you. The Bible says in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven that he has a plan for you and you can count on him. So I'm going to just keep saying it over and over again. You have got this thing. As long as you are walking with the Lord, and ask him to help you prioritize your time no matter what is put in front of you. God's going to give you the strength and the grace to get through it every day. I'll see you back here tomorrow afternoon. And in the meantime, be praying about what your rooster looks like, and we'll be talking about it more tomorrow. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.